All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, February 22nd edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here Monday, Tuesday afternoon, Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, man? All good, man. All good. How about you? Good, good, Marcel. And I'm excited to talk about this card with you, man. I always look forward to Tuesdays doing this podcast. It's one of my favorite hours of the week, so I always look forward to doing it, man. We got hype in the chat. What's going on, man? I uh, hope you guys join us for the today's podcast. It's going to be a good show, I think. We've got 12 fights to break down at UFC Vegas 49 this weekend, Marcel. Um, there is a Beltor card this week as well and a PFL card again. So we'll, we'll talk about those like briefly at the end. But the, the focus of today's show is the UFC card. So let's let's get into it, Marcel. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. Just what's your overall thoughts on this card? Because last week, let's be fair, we both said it wasn't going to be a great card. It turned out to be a pretty good card. So <laughs> is it one of those things again this weekend? Same thing? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, man, that the UFC actually make it look like they have some good prelims on it, but actually the main card kind of, you know, some fights. I think there were some prelims deserve to be on the main card, you know, and some main card fights I'm really not really interested in, and maybe two of them. So, yeah, we'll see, you know. Uh, uh, and it's also weird that two of those main card fights are pretty high on the card. So, yeah, even pretty high on the main card. So, I mean. Yeah, the placement's not ideal i would say i, I don't I, understand I prefer, if, I prefer if they had you doing the placement honestly like i feel yeah. like you have a good you know method of doing it but anyways whatever the fight at the end of the day we're going to watch the fights right so it, it doesn't really matter i think this mattered more back in the day when you couldn't see all the fights marcel but now since we watch them all it's, it's whatever having said that when you're in the main card it, it's you know it's the ufc giving you hey it's giving you a push so mm-hmm. there's a reason these guys are on the main card and girls in this case let's get into the card marcel let's start off the first fight we got joe in the chat as well what's up joe and you guys have any like comments during the chat, throw them in there. Uh, we'll take any comments, obviously, or questions. We're here for the next hour with you guys. We'll start off the uh, first Friday of the night, Marcel, and we'll get into it and, and then break down the rest of the card. So we got Victor Altamirano against Carlos Hernandez at flyweight. Um, I'm going to start this one off, Marcel. This sure. this fight is a real head-scratcher to me. Like, I feel like these guys are almost the same fighter. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. They're very similar, guys. Um, they're both for contender series. They both had split decision wins. Um, they both are on six fight win streaks, so they both have some momentum coming in here. You know, I, I feel like this is like a very close fight to me. It's definitely a pick em fight, very tough fight to call, I believe. I'm really going back and forth on this one, guys. I gotta be honest with you, like, I think either guy could win, so I, I would I would not bet on this fight at all. I would stay the hell away from this fight because I think either guy could win potentially a split decision. I do think it's that close of a fight, Marcel. Um, you know, Victor Altamirano, he's the dog here, slight dog, he's not a bad fighter, he had some. Nice fight. Sorry, he's on a four-fight win streak, not six fights. I apologize. The other guy's on six-fight win streak, uh, Hernandez. But, you know, even the four-fight – he's on a – sorry, he's a seven-fight seven fight win streak. But here's the thing. With Altamirano, you know, he's looked pretty good, but some of these wins were kind of like – he just squeaked by these fights, guys. Um, with Candelario, I don't even know if he won that fight. That Ocon guy, he barely squeaked by. Even the Nate Smith fight, I mean, he won, but it wasn't, like, dominant. You know, you could say the same thing Hernandez, though. The Bears fight, he barely won that fight. I thought the other fight with Wells and LFA was good. I don't know, man. This is a tough fight to call, Marcel, honestly. The only thing I am, look- I am looking at is Hernandez does have quite a bit of uh, amateur experience. He had wins over guys like Charles Johnson and Jose Johnson, who are both doing really well right now. So I kind of look at that as a, as a pos- slight positive, but it's still tough. I'm, I'm leaning slightly towards Carlos Hernandez, like this absolute slightest, Marcel. Like, 50.1% to 49.9%. Like, to me, this is, like, one of the hardest fights of the year to call. Give me your thoughts on this one, because I'm really having a hard time with this fight. What do you think? Yeah, it's difficult, man. I saw, by the way, Carlos Hernandez had a win over Matt Brown, but it's uh, the Walmart Matt Brown. <laughs> I, I never heard of it, guy, actually. But, uh, yeah, 
it's a super close fight, I think. You know, and a flyweight fight. Looking forward to it. Uh, Alta Mirano, got to be honest, man. I thought Candelario won that fight on the Contender Series. You know, yeah. Um, although uh, Hernan uh, Hernandez, he he fought Danny Barras, and he also barely won the fight. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I kind of go. I kind of feel like go the other way, man, because super close. Are you yeah. picking uh, Hernandez? I feel more for Alta Mirano, although I'm not sure. You know, super 50-50. But hey. Let's start the show this time with a different pick, right? And uh, we're super, super close. So I'm going with Altamirano in this one. I don't blame you at all. Like I said, I'm literally going back and forth on this one. And it's just a really hard fight to call. I don't have a great read in this fight. I'm not betting on this fight. I think for fantasy, I would kind of stay away from this one because I feel like it's going to a decision. You think it goes to the decision, Marcel? I feel Maybe like another does. split or something. You That's know? what I think. I feel like it's going to be another <laughs> split. And whoever does, gets it probably deserves the USC contract. But I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I mean, it could end up being a decent fight, but. I yeah. just don't have a great read on it and how it's going to go. I mean, these guys, again, no UFC fights. It's just not a great fight to bet on, guys. Gale says, Alton Rydell's lack of balance ability stay on the feet is me more on the consistent Hernandez. Yeah, I think Hernandez, I think he's slightly better on the feet, a little faster, better footwork, I think. I think Alton is probably a slightly better grappler, though. That does worry with Hernandez because, you know, he has been taken down in his fights. That's the one problem with this guy. Um, the one loss he had in his debut fight, uh, I guess because – Gustavo Ballard guy, he got taken down for three rounds. He's like an Olympic wrestler, yeah. dude. That guy. Yeah, that, is the dude isn't is it the dude like four four ten or something? Super short. He's nine and four. Oh, his his height four eleven. Yeah. yeah, he's a yeah. really small dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did beat him in that fight, so he took him down at, at will, right? But since it was five years ago, four years, yeah, five years ago actually. So I mean, I think he's improved since then, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, he also has a win over Mike Russell, the dollar store Mike Russell, not the journalist guy Mike Russell. <laughs> Another one. Bet on a draw. I mean, it could be. Blarta Tank. I mean, he looked good in that fight. I'll give him credit for that. Kamaru Usa did the commentary for that fight, too. Fuck, dude. If, Daniel, if, you, if you're going to put money on a draw, and it happens to be a draw, you got a huge shout-out, man. <laughs> tell you let, that. Me, let me check what the odds on a draw. I mean, for that to happen, it would have to be a 10-8 or a 10-10 round, which I mm. don't really see happening, but let me see what the odds on that are. Just because just Daniel, you know, He's got a few extra dollars to throw away, I guess. Uh, fight to draw is plus 5,500. It's not something I would do, but I am looking at over two and a half rounds in this fight, though. I will tell you that, guys. Or, or fight goes a distance, minus 150. I think it goes a distance, Marcel. I, I do. I don't think there's a yeah, finish too, in this yeah, fight. So I think that would be the – I would rather bet on the fight just going the distance at minus 150 and just hoping no one gets a finish. That's what I'd rather hope on, uh, bet on here because I feel like it's just such a hard fight to call. And I have no problem with you disagreeing with this because I really have no idea either. Yeah, it, it was good. His get-up game was nice. Gustavo's a good. Yeah, it's not bad at all. And again, it was five years ago. So that that's what, I mean, all I'm saying. All I'm saying is like I did see a hole in his wrestling, but I think it's slightly better now. Although again, Barras took him down a bunch of times in that fight, right? So if Alta Morano has a game plan of just holding him to the ground, I think that's how he'd win. If it stays on the feet, I think Hernandez has the advantage. Anyways, go ahead. Ballard, Ballard is a good fighter, man. He yeah, yeah, he's not bad by, at all. By one twice yeah. after each other, he got screwed yeah. by one. Anyways, that's his only career loss, so it's not like it's the worst loss to have, right? Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Michael Gilmore against Ramiz Brahamaj, and mm -hmm. odds for this one. I think I said the odds in the first one. I apologize if I missed it, guys. It's minus 130, Hernandez, plus 110, Alton Morano. So, again, close odds. This fight, minus 360, Brahamaj, plus 300, Michael Gilmore. So, odds are much steeper. What do you think of this fight? I think this is a fight where Ramiz should be able to win. You know, uh, I haven't been really impressed by Gilmore, although it's short notice for Ramiz Brahimai, you know, and he didn't look great against Court McGee. You know, Court McGee was really putting it on him, you know, and we know uh, Brahimai sometimes have some, uh, so had some cardio issues before, man, in the fights where it's going to three rounds. You know, he's an early finisher normally, 
So, um, but I think he will be able to finish Gilmore, you know? So, yeah, I'm taking Brian Marsh, probably with a submission again, as always, as he finishes uh, first or second round. Yeah. This one, by the way, Cole said your name's cut off. I, I think he did it on purpose for some reason. He's got his, he got his long name. Anyways, you know, for me, I don't know. This is a weird one. I'll be honest because Braun I thought was pretty good, but man, he got the shit kicked out of him like a month ago against Court McGee. Like it was a beating, guys. It was, really was a beating. So that that's not a good thing in my opinion to come back that soon from that fight. But, you know, if he's convinced he can win this fight, then I can see why he's doing it because on paper, he should be able to submit Michael Gilmore. Michael Gilmore's almost all of his losses are by submission. I don't know though. I just I'm 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 not I'm not sold on Brahmanj after that last fight, man. He got his ass kicked. It was by a 40 year old guy, basically. I mean, that's not good, you know. Um, he's definitely got a nasty submission game in the first round, and we saw that against Sasha Palatnikov. But I will say, Marcel, his striking doesn't look great. Is if he's on his back, he doesn't look great. I, I just don't really see a UFC caliber fighter. But at the same time, I don't know if there's one with Gilmore either. Um, you know, I will say Gilmore lasted a little longer than I thought against Petrovsky in that fight. You know, but he still lost. At the end of the day, and I'm just not sure if he's UFC caliber either. I think both of you guys are fighting for the jobs here. It's it's a fight that Brahma should win. He should win, but I would not lay minus 360 on Rumbi's Brahma after that last fight. So I would just stay away from this one personally. If you're going to bet on it, I would just go with Brahma by submission maybe because I think that's how he wins the fight. Because if he doesn't submit him or so, I think he might lose the fight. I'll be honest with you. Like if he doesn't finish in the first round, I think there's a chance he could lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, like I said, I'm staying away from this one, but uh, I think it might be dog or pass, even though I don't think Michael Gomer is not good. I'm just not so from Mihaj being a minus 360 favorite. This seems insane to me. Both guys are fighting for the, I agree, I completely agree. Brian Maj in the uh, first, uh, by sub, first round sub. Let me check what that is. I'm gonna take a look because I think that's what happens to you, but if it doesn't, then he might gas out and lose again. Braun Maj, first round sub, plus 200. So it's not great odds, but it seems like the most likely outcome, though. So don't mm-hmm. blame you. Um, Joe thinks Braun Maj finishes him. I mean, the odds are saying that. He's also, like, one of the biggest favorites on DraftKings this week. But Daniel has a good point. Gilmore fighting on weight class. Maybe he'll be stronger. McGee, Ramiz took damage against I completely agree with that, too. He did, you know, he did take a lot of damage. And also, like you said, Gilmore dropping down from middleweight to welterweight. So he might be stronger in this weight class, but... I don't know, Marcel. I think his grappling's a big hole. I mean, he's got four or five submission losses now. It's just, it seems like a hole. I'm just saying, I'm not sold on this guy to bet minus 360. I think that's not a good bet. I, I would say that, guys. I would stay away from this one. Uh, Brahmaj by submission is going to be my pick, but I would not bet on this fight at <laughs> these odds. All right, let's go to the next fight. Alejandro Perez against Jonathan Martinez, the Dragon. Uh, the Dragon's minus 235, Marcel. Uh, Perez plus 195 for Turbo. What do you think? I don't know, man. It feels like a kind of a weird-ass fight for some reason. I don't know why, you know. Uh, Alejandro Perez, last time he won against Johnny Eduardo, but, man, Johnny Eduardo, I was, I think dude hasn't, like, maybe has two fights in the last six years or something, so it's really not that... Um, I wouldn't say it's a bad... It's not a great win, but it was a good win, but it's not... I don't really feel anything special with it, you know. If you look at Jonathan Martinez, last fight, he was supposed to fight Aaron Phillips, but the last last moment he fought uh, Zviat Lazishvili, which is a Georgian, was undefeated guy, was the LFA champion. And he did very well against him, you know, and he beat him. So I was impressed with that. The thing is, man, with Jonathan Martinez, I, 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 he, I think he's, he, has a, he has a good future in the sports, you know, but I'm still also not really sold on him yet. Although it's only 
real loss in the UFC. And I mean, this real loss where I got uh, got stopped it was against Davy Graham, right? Because the Andre Ewell mm-hmm. fighter still think he won that fight. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that, if you look at Alejandro Perez, he actually only gets beaten recently by two really good fighters against Taman and against Song Yadong, you know, uh, with the stoppage. So, yeah, where I'm going, going with the more, with the, with the little bit older guy in Perez or going with Martinez. Um, I feel like, I feel like Perez can win the fight, but I favor Martinez over three rounds with a decision. Yeah. And Andrew's got a comment. He said, Gilmore's already here because he stepped on tough. I know it's true. He quit his job. Like, I can't remember what he was doing, but it was like a regular job mm-hmm. to be on tough. They gave him the one fight. Now he's got a second fight. Let's be honest, he's probably making $10,000. So, I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. it's an issue having the guy on the roster, really. But I'm just saying, I don't think he's UFC caliber. As far as this fight goes, I kind of – so you're picking Martinez and Marcel? Yeah, decision. Yeah, by decision, yeah. You know, for me, it's – it's. I think it's competitive, honestly. I, yeah. I think that, uh, like, the odds are, are – minus 235, I mean, it seems a little long to me. Like, I feel like this fight's a little closer than that. But uh, – at the same time, you know, Martinez, you know, I look at that last fight Perez, man, he was, I bet on him, right, in that fight. He was getting lit up with those low kicks, man. It was not good. I was like, damn, you know, Martinez is not really a kick and more of a puncher, but he's definitely a better striker in this fight, you know. But his ground game is not, it's not, like, amazing. You know, if Perez gets him down to the ground, he could submit him, I think. I just don't know if he's going to get him down. You know, Martinez, younger guy, he's got a 5-inch reach advantage, he's taller. I think he's got a lot of physical advantage in this fight, you know, so I think he should win this one. Um but like I said, Perez, you know, he's kind of an underrated guy, Marcel. He's been around the UFC for a while. He's got a great record, too, in the UFC. Um, it's 8-3-1. and one. I mean, that's a great record. I think he's an underrated fighter, honestly. I've bet on him a lot, actually, during his career, guys. Like, I've made decent money on this guy. Uh, I've been pretty good at picking his fights. I don't think this is one he wins. But, you know, it wouldn't completely shock me either. I'll say that because I think this guy's pretty good, Marcel. He's, he's a good underrated fighter, and... He gets this fight down, he can win. So we'll see what happens. Let me get these comments, guys. Uh, Martinez by decision. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Perez looks frail in the last one. Martinez points fight to victory. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I don't like Perez. Look to, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, I thought he looked poor in the feet. But again, if he gets into the ground, it's MMA, right? It's not just striking. So if he gets into the ground, he's got a chance. But on the feet, I think he is at disadvantage. Um, although Martinez, Marcel, after that fight with Davey Grant, I still question the chin a little bit. I'll be honest with you, man. He got dropped in that fight hard, you know? And it worries me a little bit, but he's just not, this is not the kind of guy he's going to knock him out. I don't think. I don't think Perez is a power puncher. You know, he's more of a guy that he's he's a mixed martial artist. You know, he really is. He can mix it up, and I, I think he's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he wins this fight, but I think he's underrated. He's a solid fighter. I wouldn't completely count him out here. All right, let's go to Jin Frey against Hannah Goldie at women's one fifteen odds for this one. Uh, Jin Frey minus one seventy five, Hannah Goldie plus one fifty five. What do you think about this one, man? Okay, good for us at this one. Sure, and I want to get this comment from Marcus. He's a great guy here. Marcus enjoying the show very informative. Really appreciate that, man. He's a good dude. We got Jack Attack and me in the chat. What's going on? Um, all right, let's talk about this fight. Yeah, I mean, I again it's 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 a competitive fight, I think. I think it's really competitive. They match up, like it just seems like it's a fight first off that's going to decision. That's what I think. And I'll say that right now. I, I don't think it's like taking a rocket scientist to say that. What are, what are the odds? Two and a half. Yeah, minus three hundred. I mean, so I feel like it goes to decision. Um you know, Goldie, still not sure what to make of her, Marcel. I mean, she's looked good at times, like her last fight where she got the submission, but, you know, she's lost fights she should have won. And um, Jin Frey, again, you know, she's, I don't know, she didn't look very good in her first couple of fights. She's put it together though, in the last few fights. Like, she's put together some consistency and mixing it up more. And, you know, I look at this fight as 
pretty competitive fight, Marcel. You know, for me, it's just I think Frey is more experienced at this point. She mm. has championship experience. She's fought, I think, better fighters in the UFC. And I, honestly, I think, you know, yeah, Ashley Yoder is not a great fighter, but I think that was a decent win, you know, overall. Like she won 30 27. She won the fight convincingly. And she also beat Paula, who looked amazing the other day. So, like, well, I wouldn't say amazing, but she looked really good in that fight. That was a great fight. I'm leaning towards Frey by decision, Marcel. I think she can kind of outstrike her, outgrapple her, but it's a close fight. What do you think? Yeah, man. It's a, it's a super difficult fight, honestly, to pick, you know, because the thing is, I think if it comes to strength, I think Hannah Goldie has more strength, mm-hmm. you know. If it comes to technicality, I think Jinju Frey is more technical, you know. So it's, it's a tough one to pick. Um, if you look at, if you look at their form uh, to, to their fights in the UFC so far, man, Goldie got the win last time, but she also didn't. She went Maya made a mistake right in that fight, and yep. Goldie uh, took advantage of it. Uh, Frey did look bad in her last fights. I agree with you there. Um, I, I'm not convinced. I'm also picking Frey by a decision. I don't see a finish here, but uh, I, I'm not convinced because I think Anna Goldie is probably stronger, you know, that's what I think. But I think overall, technicality. Keep it standing. She should be able to win against Goldie. So a big Frey with decision. Yeah, me too. Um, so the odds, Frey by decision, minus 110. Goldie by decision is plus 250, which I think would be the way she wins. So if you're on the other side, that's the way to go, I think. Um, but I'm going to go with Frey by decision. Joe likes Frey by decision as well. Frey goes with Goldie's heart. Yeah, like the phrase in a big weight cut. Goldie does. She's a very muscular girl. She's going to be cutting down to 115 again. She's kind of in between weight classes a little bit. She's like probably like a 120 pounder <laughs> kind of thing. All right, let's go to the next fight. I think we broke down this fight like a few months ago, I believe. Terrence McKinney and, and Farah Ziem. I think we broke it down, but we'll do it again, obviously, because I can't remember what you picked in this fight. Um, this fight is also one of the closest fights on the card, according to the odds. Minus 120, Farah Ziem, plus 100, even money on Terrence McKinney. Uh, what do you think about this one, Marcel? Yeah, this is a difficult one as well. You know, I think the, the, the public opinion will go blindly for Terence McKinney in this one because uh, he has like five knockout wins in this last year. Uh, great UFC debut, seven seconds, short notice, four days notice, winning against Matt Frivola. Or is it, is it Frivola or Frivola? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, me neither. I'm also, I'm also uh, wondering always. So if you look at Varys Yam, uh, he lost his UFC debut. Then he got the win over Malarkey in the fight. I think Malarkey won, you know. Mm-hmm. And in his last fight, the majority decision went over Van Vermini. Um, the thing is, Zion can make it a difficult fight, man, for McKinney. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like uh, McKinney has more power than Zion, in my opinion. Um, the, 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 the question is, can McKinney go three hot rounds in the UFC? if he doesn't get the early knockout. That's the real mm-hmm. question, I think, in this fight. And uh, I don't want to go back to the Woodson fight, you know, because he, he I know he got, uh, uh, how do you say that? He got gassed in that one and he got finished. Because it was that 145 too, we should yeah. mention that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to go back to that one. But, man, I feel like he can stop Ziam. You know, I haven't been highly impressed by Ziam so far. So uh, I would go with McKinney. Ah. Second round, TKO win for, for McKinney, I think. I think Ziyama is tough, but I'm going with McKinney. But I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ziyama wins, to be really honest. But I'm going with McKinney. Yeah, I mean, the odds are close. Like it's like I said, well, there's one fight that's actually closer odds, even surprisingly. But it's one of the – it's about as close as it gets. It's slightly lean towards Ziyama. 
I'm not seeing it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not seeing that. I I think McKinney wins this fight. You know, I I think he's the better fighter. I I haven't been impressed with Ferris Ian Marshall in the UFC. I don't even I really sure. don't think he's even won a fight yet. Like the match fight lost. He landed 10 strikes in 15 minutes. That's terrible. The fight with Malarkey, he got taken down five times. Somehow, I think he got like on top of him at one point. And the judges like were like, oh, he got on top. He now he wins the fight. But like he was controlled most of that fight. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure he won that fight. And then the Fedger Mini fight, I thought it was 10 8 round in the third round because he got dropped and and her actually it's technically not a real knockdown, I guess. That's what they're not counting it, but it looked like a 10 8 round. I'm just not impressed by this guy. Whereas, you know, McKinney's destroying dudes. Like he's just starching them. I bet on him against Favol last year. I know, remember Marcel? I was like all over him in that fight. And he was a big underdog. I think he was like plus 300. You know, you're not getting it now, but you're still getting even money. You're getting plus money on Terrence McKinney, a guy with knockout power, a guy with good athleticism, a guy with good wrestling skills. I like McKinney in this fight. I think he wins. I think he can knock him out, honestly. I, I'm not impressed with Ferrazium at all in the UFC. Um, you know, like you said, though, if he doesn't get that knockout, maybe Zium just has the better cardio and outlasts him wins the decision. But I'm counting on a, an early finish from my boy. Um, What's his name? Terrence McKinney to get knocked out here, Marcel. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, let me get these comment comments from you guys. Y'all deserve more likes. Hey, we'll we'll take the likes. We'll take anything, man. Uh, ZM, yeah, it's a tough fight to call. Uh, FZM winning close decision, possibly for sure. And it's definitely possible. Don't understand why everyone thinks Ferris is very good. I mean, I don't. I'm not super impressed with them. I kind of agree with this guy. I haven't. I don't think he's really won a fight. Um, doesn't mean he won't win this fight though. That doesn't mean that. You know, I'm just saying I haven't been impressed with him. Uh, Grant and Matt, yeah, they are pretty good. I feel like we haven't seen enough McKinney. Mm. I know what you're saying, but I have watched all – I've scouted him really well before his debut in the UFC. Like, I remember last year being like, man, Matt Frevel at minus 350. How is this possible? I have to look at this other guy. And I was impressed, man. I mean, he's definitely good. Like, again, you know, the Derek Winter fight, he took him down and then got choked out. Sean Woodson was winning that fight, and then he gassed out at 145 and got finished. You know, other than that, he's pretty much beaten everyone and destroyed them. Most of his wins are coming in the first minute of his fights, Marcel. Uh, I'm impressed by this guy. I think he's really good, man. Can, can I also he's say that? Uh, decision. Yeah, go ahead. Can I also say that I think the UFC has done a terrible job at um, promoting this fight, you know? And I know they, they put out a clip with him uh, overcoming a, a, a drug addiction, right? But yeah. barely did any, how do you say that? Any. Um, um, promoting for the, for for this dude you know or for Bahamondas who's later on the count one of the best knockouts last year you know and if you see that if you uh how do you say that if you match that with the promotion they do for Patty Pimblet for Ian Gary you know I don't understand that you know you got guys like Bahamondas a huge huge prospect as well in my opinion McKinney uh, has all the hype with him they should be more building that, you know, in my opinion, you know. And you have the guys like we're in Europe where they think like, oh, we have the new Conor McGregor. Now we're going to do extra promoting, you know. Then they're going to promote, you know what I mean? But you have the guys from your own country, who are, and not Bahamandas, but McKinney, for example. You're from your own country who's looking good, you barely promote them in fight week, man. I think it's weird. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, let me get these comments. McKinney, I think McKinney's wrestling is really good. It's really good. You know, it's it's solid. So I think I agree with you. Um, and I think he's right. You know, DM wins is going to be a decision point fighting him. I think. Um, yeah, McKinney and Pimblet that'd be a good fight. I mean, it's possible that we could see that at some point. Anyways, so you're saying knockout decision? What would your what would your pick? Oh, for sure. I'm taking knockout, man. I think yeah. uh, I think I have late first or early second, but you go with first, or I go with second round. 
<laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight. Josie and Nunes against Ramona Pasquale. Interesting fight, I guess. I mean, it is a short notice fight for Pasquale. Uh, Josie and Nunes minus 210, Pasquale plus 175. Uh, you want me to start this one off, Marcel? Because, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let me start this one off. So, I gotta be honest with you guys, I'm not too familiar with Ramona Pasquale. Um, I had to do the tape study on her. Um, there isn't much on Fight Pass, which is kind of weird because she has had like fights that are like Invicta and stuff. It wasn't, I didn't see it there. Um, but on YouTube, you can watch her fight. So I watched the one in Road and I watched a couple other ones. Um, you know, she's not a bad grappler, Marcel. Like, she's okay at grappling, but it's just okay grappling. It's just okay. Like, you know, I look at Nunez and she has a skill. Like, she has extremely good boxing and really fast hands and huge power, right? And she's finding a, a girl who really doesn't excel in anything and just has a decent ground game. I mean, and she's also coming on short notice. I don't really think this girl's UFC caliber, Marcel. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't too impressed with what I saw. Um, and I think that Nunez should be able to knock her out. I know this girl's really short. She's going to be five inches shorter again. But Maleki was like, I think, 10 inches taller. She knocked her out. I think she can catch – maybe it's a good thing. Maybe she could just catch her with a big overhand right again. I like Nunez in this fight, Marcel. I think she can knock her out. I'm not too impressed by Pasquale. I, I, I'm going to go with Josie and Nunez by knockout, Marcel. What do you think, man? I, I think very good chance in the first round, too, again. Um, what do you think? You bet your ass, man, that when I went against Nunez against Maleki last time, I'm not going against Nunez again, you know? Because last time I said, yeah, Maleki is much bigger, and uh, it's hard probably for her to to knock her out. She she completely cleaned her, cleaned her clock, you know? She knocked her out pretty badly. And... Uh, it's at 145 as well, this fight, you know, because it's on short notice. And the UFC should change that, man. They're still at 135 listed. Um, so, yeah, I would take Nunes, you know. I think um, I was impressed what I saw in her debut. So, um, I'm, I'm Pasquale, short notice fight. Um, yeah, I, I think Nunes wins. And I would, I'm going with the first round knockout. And it's short notice, too. This girl's yeah. taking on, like, what, one week's notice? Right, like two weeks' notice. It's just, yeah, I, I think it's. A, I think I know this girl's small. I'm surprised she's at 145. She's five foot two, but the power she packs is pretty nice, Marcel. You know. Anyways, let's get these. Let me get these comments, guys. Um, this guy Scott likes Nunez and Tersuki. We'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. Um, Ramona has massive size advantage and different than Bea. She's not a twig. I think she used a clinch. Maybe she does have decent use for the clinch. That makes sense. Never mind. I, I, that that's right. Yeah. They're on um, like Fight Network now. That that's why it's not there. Thanks, man. Used by violence. I think so. Pascal's biggest strength is her ability to public speaking and show on her TED talk on YouTube. I didn't see that, but I'll check it out. Yeah, I think it's she's going to knock her out, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, Glenn. Man. There's a lot of inexperienced guys, uh, girls and guys in this card. Go ahead. JSK, John, John Young Kyo did the interview with Ramona Pasquale. Was pretty, yes, he did. He did do a pretty fun John. interview. Yeah. John's great. Uh, I will say another thing I don't like about her is the, the lack of like, good opposition. Uh, 2-0, 0-0, 4-5, 0-0, 0-0, 0-2. She's beaten scrubs. You know, Nunez, I know she hasn't beaten amazing competition, but Bayam Lucky did have a winning record in the UFC. And she also her only losses to Tyler Santos, Marcel, which is not a bad loss, obviously. I mean, she it, ain't the first one, and she won't be the last one, man. Yeah, she is. She's fought better competition, I think. Yeah. Anyways, I, I like her here, man. I think she knocks her out. So Josie Ann Nunes by TKO, and that's what Marcel likes. That's even money. I just checked. All right, last prelim here, which I think should have been on the main card, but yeah, it's okay oh, for sure. Ignacio Baja Mondays, a guy I love against Zhu uh, Rongju. 
Should be a good fight. I think this is going to be a fun fight for as long as it lasts. Uh, odds right now, Ignacio Bahamande is minus 225, Rongju plus 185. Um, what do you think? Dude, like I said, man, how can you not promote a guy like Bahamondes, man? <laughs> you know, I and now he's I know he's the feature prelim, so they will say, Yeah, you got the highlight of the prelim. Yeah, su- su- suck that, you know. It's just I don't get that, you know. It's all for you guys on ESPN Plus, the prelims on the on the main card. So what's the what's the what's the great spot on the fight pass or, or on the early prelims, man? That that's just complete garbage, you know what I mean? It's just like it doesn't mean anything, you know. Back in the day, when you had televised prelims, you know what, what you have for pay per view, for example, then it makes sense, you know. But at a fight night, so like people are t- telling me, like they have to, it's a feature prelim. I guess a fuck, dude. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense on a fight night. Definitely not for North America. But um, yeah, Bahamondes, I think he has looked great, man. Contender series, a uh, great win, you know. After that, he lost to McDessie in the fight. I think could have gone his way as well, you know. And the Roosevelt Roberts fight, man, he was amazing in that fight, was winning that fight 30-27, and then seven seconds before the end of the round, he knocks him out with a spinning wheel kick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, um, now he's fighting Rong Zhu. I think Rong Zhu really disappointed me in his debut, man, and against Kazula Vargas, and pretty much because I went 11-1 and on that card, and the week before I went 12-0. and So I could have been two, two perfect cards back-to-back, but wrong zoo fucked me over. So, <laughs> um, over, but in this last fight, he looked good against uh, Brandon Jenkins. It was a short notice fight for Brandon Jenkins, mm-hmm. but he looked good. Um, still think he is one of the better guys that they got from the from the uh, Performance Institute from Shanghai. Um, he's a good fighter, I think. But Bahamondas, I expect Bahamondas to be a little bit of a step higher for him, you know, and too high at this moment to be, to be honest, to be honest, Bahamondas is also a better fighter than Vargas, you know, where he made his debut against. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, but I think Bahamondas finishes this fight. I'm going with a TKO win in the second round for Inacio Bahamondas. Yeah. I, you know, I loved him in the last <clears throat> fight. I got him a plus money. That was crazy. He was the underdog <laughs> against Roosevelt Roberts. I mean, that's crazy. That guy's not in the UFC anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I've liked this guy ever since Tom Contender two years ago where he had that crazy front kick knockout. Like, front kick is one of my favorite techniques, Marcelo. Like, I, I really do get uh, excited, to say the least, when I see a front kick knockout. I'm, like, freaking out, man. So, it's it's nice to see. I mean, the guy is definitely talented. There's no doubt about it. The striking is is elite, I would say, as far as offensive goes. Now, he does get hit a lot, though, which is a worry when he fights someone like who's a good striker, like John McDessie, for instance. That's a worry. Mm-hmm. You know, but I will say he's a young, improving fighter. And one thing that I looked at in this fight, because Ron looked good in his last fight, man. He looked really good in that fight against uh, Brandon Jenkins, right? Short notice guy, but still, he looked good. And the takedowns were something that were dominant, six takedowns. And even against Vargas in the loss, he got three. So I'm like, shit, like, you know, I got to look at the takedown defense. And, you know, he stopped 12 takedowns against Roosevelt Roberts. And I know Roberts is an amazing wrestler, but that does show it to me that the guy's improving his takedown defense. And watching the fight again, I mean, you saw the way he was defending the takedowns. It was really impressive. Because I think if Wrong wins, he's going to have to take him down, hold him down, basically. And I think there's an outside chance of that happening. But if it doesn't, it stays on the feet. I have no doubt Ignacio Bahamondes wins, Marcel. It's just, does he win by knock or decision? So that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking at here. Ignacio Bahamondes by knock or decision. Um, let's take a look. Knockout plus 200 or inside the distance is plus 200 and then decision is plus 150 what are you leaning knockout you're saying knockout 
Yeah, yeah, second round TKO. Yeah, I mean, most of his wins are <laughs> by knockout. Let me check wrong. Uh, how many losses he's been knocked out? Um, he's never been knocked out. You know, I think he's got a good chin, though, Marcel, you know, from what I've seen, right? So I, I don't think he gets knocked out. I think he gets ground and pounded. Yeah, that's that right. could happen too. We never talk about that. I mean, that's definitely an option. Um, I, I think Bamondi's wins, uh, I, I, I do kind of feel like it's 50 50 between a decision and, and a knockout just because that guy's tough, but I, I think he wins mm. the fight. Let me get these comments. Bahamani's unanimous decision. Yeah. Jew's going to have to clinch against the. I agree, but I don't even know if he's going to be able to, to do it. Yeah, I know. That's why I noticed too. He's never been knocked out. I agree with you. It is a good chin. Yeah. Bah- that whole uh, Valley Flow or whatever is a good a good team. Uh, yeah. Bahamani should win, man. I remember when I scouted him last year. Uh, he lost the fight against Sean McDessie, but I scouted him like before the fight. And I mean, I know he was training like his wrestling with, with even Khabib at one point. So the guy's definitely improving that aspect of his game. If he keeps the fight standing, he wins. Uh, no doubt in my mind. And you're right, Marcel. He's a much better fighter than Cruzula Vargas. You know, I hate to play the MMA math game, but I mean, yeah, that's right. he, he should win. Like, he really should. He's a good young prospect, and he has great striking. Now, speaking of great striking, let's get to the main card, Marcel. Um, Armin Petrosian against Greg Rodriguez. I think this fight is going to be sick. I love this fight. The main, the first uh, fight in the main card, Marcel. It's going to be a really good fight for as long as it lasts. Um, let's go to the odds here. Minus 175, Greg Rodriguez, plus 150 on Armin Um Let me start this one off too, Marcel. I'll start this one off. Give me, sure. give, I'll give your thoughts on uh, my thoughts on this fight. Um, you know, Robocop has definitely been impressive. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The guy looked phenomenal his last fight against Jung and Park. He looked great. Get the knockout there. Look good against Dusko. He did get knocked out by Williams like territory, but since then he's looked good and he also had that knockout in LFA. I mean, the guy's got power. He's a big dude. He's strong. But Marcel, but I am seeing a guy with a with a with a serious chin issue. And I'm seeing a guy that keeps his chin up in the air in most of his fights. And I look at Armin Petrosian and watching that fight back from contender series, I mean this guy his striking is is so good. It's so good. It's some of the best I've seen in the UFC. Um, go watch his fights on YouTube. There's one fight, I think it was his last fight in Fight Nights, before he came to the UFC, Mar- before he went to uh, Contender Marcel. He had this nasty front kick to the body on this one, dude. It was like such a nasty kick. Like, the guy, he's short, compact with his strikes, and he's pa- huge power. And also, again, he's dropping down from 205, Marcel, this fight to 185, where I think he's going to be at home. I think this is a good weight class for this guy. I understand that in this fight, you know, he's got a shorter reach and everything, but I don't think it matters. I just think he's that much of a better striker. And I think he's so technical, Marcel. I, I think he knocks Greg Rodriguez out, guys. So I love the underdog in this fight. This is one that I lo- just like Jim Miller last week. This is a no-brainer. Arm Petrosian by knockout is plus 200. I like that, but I just take him straight up plus 150 because I think he wins this fight. And I love getting him at underdog odds. You know, Rodriguez, again, good fighter. But I think Arvin matches up really well against him. What do you think, man? Um, yeah, it's uh, the Brazilian Obama against uh, not Giorgio Petrosian's brother. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I kind of feel the same way. But does Gregory Rodriguez shoot for takedowns in this one? You know, because if he shoots for takedowns and he gets him to the ground. I think Rodriguez can win the fight, but does he do it? And does he get the chance to do it? You know, um, difficult. I've been going back and forth in this one. I wasn't sure about what I thought. Um, but yeah, man, if you look at the striking, I kind of agree with you that Rodriguez keeps his chin open, you know, not a good idea with Petrosian. Um, I also feel, I, I think if it goes longer than if it goes over one and a half, 
I'm picking Rodriguez, but if not, and I don't think it will be, I'm picking Petrosian. So I'm going with the KO for for Ar Armin Petrosian as well. Yeah, no, I, I really like him in this spot as an underdog. He's definitely the dog of the week for me. It's a consensus dog right now from us. We also picked McKinney as a consensus dog. We actually have two consensus dogs again, Marcel. Last week we had one of them, one of the two. So hopefully we get both of them this week. They get these comments. Hype says Armin's moving down to 185. I, I, yeah, he is. Um, I think it's a I think it's a good move for. Him. I don't think he was a big 205er at all, personally. Yeah, I think he knocks him out too. Hey, what's up, Tristan? I mean, Tristan, honestly, to me, yeah, he, he did get taken down a little bit in, in um, the fighter contender, but he got up every single time. And again, you know, I, I saw his fight, uh, a couple of the fight night fights, gets taken down, but he works to get back up. And because he's working so hard, his other opponent's getting tired every time. They're just getting tired, exhausted, working to this, get this guy to the ground. They can't get him down. I think the takedown defense is good enough to keep it on the feet. So I feel really co convinced he wins this fight. Like, I'm very convinced that Armin wins, so... Um, greedy. I don't think let's see here. I think yeah, he was knocked out. That's true. He did get knocked out, but you know, so did Rodriguez. He got knocked out two years ago, right? Doesn't mean these guys are bad. Anyone can get knocked out in the sport, man. It's not like these guys are bad strikers or bad fighters because they get clipped. You know, I know he got knocked out in that fight. It's not like it's a good sign by any means, but I, I still think he's the better striker, and I think he'll have the better chin. So that's that's more that's what I'm thinking here. Um, this guy's saying maybe a live bet. It could be. It definitely could be. All right, so let's go to the next fight here. We've got the Arthur Armin, Armin Tarsukian against Joel Alvarez. This is a great fight. Hopefully at 155, but I mean, I feel like this guy's going to miss weight again, Marcel. I, I think he's going to miss weight again, Joel Alvarez. I'm going to call right now, guys. Uh, I feel really convinced he misses weight. <laughs> this guy's so big. How does he even make 155? He's six foot. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Six foot three and 77 inch reach. I mean, that's. I'm 6'3", and I have a 78-inch reach, okay? So this guy's like my size, but I'm 100 pounds more than basically. Like, it doesn't make sense. I This guy's not going to make the weight, I don't think. So, anyways, the odds for the fight, um, minus 220, Armin, plus 180, Joel Alvarez. So what do you think about this catchweight fight, Marcel? <laughs> it's a great matchup, but I feel like Armin is going to play it safe. I'm going to wrestle him, probably, you know? I know her, uh, Alvarez is good on the ground, but we saw against Demir Ismagulov, he got dominated, man, in his debut, you know? And Armin, Armin even made the fight with Makashev competitive, you know? I know Makashev had the better grappling exchanges, but still he made it competitive, you know? So yep. if Armin goes back to his ways and he's going to wrestle with Alvarez, I even think even if he misses weight, I'm picking Sarukian here to win. So I'm taking Sarukian with a decision win. A fight should have been a co-main event, to be honest. Yeah, this is a great fight. I mean, there's no doubt about it. These guys are, are beasts. Um, Tristan's actually about, asking about the line movement. Let me take a look at it right now. Um, so I know that you know people have pretty strong opinions about this fight. I think we can mm -hmm. say that. So it opened at minus 175, went down to like minus 375, and now it's back to minus 225 so it's it's yeah it's pretty steady on armin but you know it, it ballooned up there for a while um i you know i i think armin's great i'll say that like the guy's phenomenal i think he's been super impressive in the ufc and i i don't think i can pick against him here but i will say that alvarez matches up decently well honestly um marcel physically six foot three to five foot seven you have a guy who's eight inches taller that's mm -hmm. always going to be an advantage. And he has a five-inch reach advantage as well. I, You know, there's a reason, though. I mean, this guy's a welterweight. He's not a lightweight. He's kind of cheating, in my opinion, a little bit, guys. Like, he's not really a uh, – he's not a 155-pound fighter. This guy can't make this weight class. So, he's kind of a bully in this weight class. I don't really like guys like this that force themselves down a weight class. 
and because they're fucking over other guys' careers too. You know, really, when you're doing this consistently, it's like it's not like it was a one-time thing. He's missed back to back. I'm surprised he getting another fight at this division. He better make the weight. If he makes the weight and wins this fight, I mean that. You know, if Joel Alvarez goes in there and finishes Armin, that, that's huge. Or he makes 155. That like potentially like one fight away from a title shot. You know, I think it's possible, Marcel. I really do think he can win this fight. Um, I think I still have to go with Armin because, again, like you said, the wrestling is just really dominant. You know, I look mm-hmm. at that Frivola fight, 10 takedowns. He made it look so easy. It was just so easy. So I'm kind of thinking that. But Alvarez matches up well. He's a damn good submission artist, and his striking's improved too. That last fight was nasty. So honestly, Marcel, I kind of think it's dog or pass, but I'm leaning slightly towards Armin for, for just a straight-up pick. I just think that uh, Alvarez is definitely a live dog here. That's what I would say. So, any thoughts? I agree with you on that, man. I think um, I, I think Alvarez is definitely a live dog. But yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's the one or the other way, right? And I think uh, Armin can out wrestle him. That's what I think. Yeah. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Alvarez wins. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, me, me and you feel Sorry. the same way. We got Glenn. He says he hope he gets destroyed because of the weight miss. Like, I can't disagree with what you're saying, Glenn, because I hate guys that miss weight multiple times in a row. Step in knees, yeah, for sure. Um, confidence as you can. Yeah, he's great. It's just, again, you know, you've always got to be careful because every matchup is different. And I just, I think Joel matches up decently well. You know, Marcel, I really do. So I would be careful with this because, I'm, honestly, I'm kind of hearing the same thing that we said about the Tiago Moises fight. People were saying, like, oh, he's just going to wrestle him in an easy fight. It wasn't an easy fight for Tiago. It would turn to be a horrible night for him. All right, let's go to the next fight. Gian Kim against Priscilla Cachoeira. Um, this fight, Marcel, I mean, I'm not really sure about the card placement here, honestly. I don't think so. <laughs> I, it's not like – I think Kim, you know, she's pretty exciting. She had a good fight tonight, but Priscilla Cachoeira should have been cut after her last fight. She should not be fine on the main card. It's almost like she got a promotion after being a dirty cheater in her last fight. Um, minus 165, GNK, plus 145, Priscilla Cachoeira. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to be quick with this one. I think uh, Priscilla or uh, Gian Kim is all around a better fighter. I know Cachoeira has power, but man, I'm thinking Kim decision shouldn't be on the main card. Dude, I mean, like your breakdown is pretty much how I see the fight too. I mean, it was a short one, but it's kind of a sh- short and sweet one. Kim by decision seems like to me like the most likely outcome here. Um, I just think she's going to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I think. It's a fact. She's seven-inch uh, reach advantage. That's huge in this fight because I think it's going to take place in the feet, and she's kind of outpoints her. Um, I will say she's super hittable, though, Marcel. No doubt about it, Young Kim. She's very hittable. So it's it's concerning. I just think Cashware, I mean, she does have some power, but, you know, her striking is not great. I mean, just overall, she's not a great fighter. I'm, and I still, again, you know, I don't understand how she gets a promotion from the you know prelims to a main card after being a, a cheater in her last fight. It's kind of weird. Uh, and honestly, she also got, listen, man, you know, I love Mike Beltran. I think he's a great ref, but he oh, helped her in the Mazzani that fight. A, that was a bad stand-up, I thought, in that yeah. fight. Right? Like, I thought it was, yeah. it, you know, I understand. She probably would have lost the third round anyways, to be honest with Marcel. Mazzani was exhausted, but. Yeah, but she was on top, you know, and he I helped know, pretty much. I know, and she was kind of working, I thought, too. Like, yeah. It wasn't just lay and pray, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, comments, see what people say. Yeah, I just raw torx is Alvarez. Uh, I you know, what, Randy, <laughs> this is hilarious. He's got the uh trailer park boys thing as his uh picture. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's on the main card, but I think Kim wins the decision here. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Co main event. Um, not really sure this is co main event either, but you know, should it honestly should be Armin uh Tertugian, I think. But, anyways, we got Misha Serkinov against Wellington Determined, and this is the closest fight in the uh card according to the odds. 
Minus 115, Misha Serkinov. Minus 105, well determined. What do you think about this one, man? Kind of a weird fight. What do you think? Yeah, man. It's like Misha has a second fight at middleweight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he lost the last fight. Split decision. Jotko should have been unanimous. to really who, who did you think won that fight? Uh, Jotko, clearly, to be honest. I thought so, too. But, you know, I will say that the numbers point to five takedowns for Misha in that fight. And, okay. you know, if you're... If you get a hard on for takedowns, I could see why you'd score for him. But for me, it's like I thought Jocko did a little bit more. I thought he went to. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Thurman. Yeah, let's be really honest. He hasn't impressed me so far in the UFC at all. His best win was against Marcus Perez. You know, uh, the Sam Alvey won. He won even with two points deduction last time. Um, for that, got two times knocked out by Andrew. He got knocked out by Andrew Sanchez, and he got knocked out by uh, Bru by Bruno Silva. After he was no he shame was in that winning. one. There's no shame in that one. That guy's a beast. <laughs> he was actually he was doing pretty well in that fight, and then he got knocked out. You know, so no disrespect in that one. True. Thing is, if I look at both guys, Terman doesn't bring anything special to the table, in my opinion. You know, as Sirkunov. Also not, but Sirkunov has that weird ass submission he can pull off against anybody. So I'm taking Sirkinov first round submission. Maybe you're not approved your necktie. Who knows? You know, but I'm taking Sirkinov. I do find it interesting that they matched up Wellington with uh, grapplers back to back. Because remember, he was supposed to fight Rodolfo Vieira. I think I think it was last month. I, well, I, yeah, I, what's supposed to be in January, the first pay per view. Yeah, yeah right, two seventy, and that fight didn't happen. So they rebooked him against another grappler, Misha. You know. By the way, Adam. Go ahead. Yep. I gotta say one more thing. Of course. It really pisses me off all the time to talk about Wellington Terman because I really crave it for <laughs> Beef Wellington now. I know. We, that's so funny. There used to be this uh, baseball player named Wellington Castillo, and, yeah. and his nickname was Beef. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. That's your. That's also your nickname, Marcel Beef. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think Wellington could win, like because Misha's chin is so sketchy. You know, Marcel, it's really just not great. But the guy is definitely a good grappler. He's gonna have a big size advantage, three inches height, five inches reach. He's gonna. He's a big guy. I mean, I'm surprised he's able to make 185. Like he's a tank. Um, I just worry a lot about the chin still. I mean, I know Jocko wasn't able to knock him out, but Jocko is not a power puncher. Uh, well, it's not really either, but, you know, it's, it's definitely possible to clip him on the chin and put him out. Um, I'm so, leaning towards Misha, but I just have a hard time really, like, I have confidence in him right now. What are you going to say? I thought for a moment you were going to pick against a Canadian. I, I was picking the Canadian. I was like... Okay, you know, but... <laughs> no, I, I like Misha. You know, actually, I've watched him for a long time, Marcel. I'm going to show you something crazy. Uh, where is this? Misha Serkinov. Uh, it's other show you just pull up quickly. Uh, I saw him fight in 2011. I saw mm -hmm. this is the first fight. This is the first uh card ever in Ontario. I'll show you guys this. Take blast from the past, guys. I'll do this quickly. Um, this is the first card ever took place in Ontario, Canada. I was at this card, knockout the entertaining. I actually had some guys that end up in the UFC. Jordan Meehan beat Josh Berkman. Uh, this is 2011. So Jason Young was in the UFC. I don't, I don't know if you remember him, Marcel, uh, British guy, shotgun. He was pretty yeah. good. Uh, Jason Sago ended up in the UFC. So and then Misha Serkinov. So all these guys ended up in the UFC, which is crazy because it was just a small card. And at that point, I mean, I didn't. It was like I was like you know only a few years into watching the sport. So and it was so new in in, in Ontario. This yeah. is kind of cool. Like I, I've I've been following the guy's whole career. Go ahead. Yeah. Now I was watching the card. I saw somebody, but maybe I missed some. So I no worries. Um, let me just get these comments. You like uh, Cashelware? Brazil will cheat to win. <laughs> I thought Jocko won that one too. It was close though. Weird Misha's that one. I don't know how he makes it. It's pretty impressive. I, I'm with Glenn too. I mean, he doesn't go the distance very often. I don't think this fight goes. I'm surprised that last one did against Jocko though. Uh, he doesn't have much power. 
<laughs> this guy says my name is Beef. You can call me Marcel. Yeah, that's that's it. Fatal Canadians are one seventy. I mean, it's possible Turman can win. I'm not going to just completely ignore Turman. I mean, he's he's not good, but I don't think like he's terrible. Marcel, it's just like it doesn't bring anything to the table that's special, like you said. I think you made a good point. Like, there's nothing special about this guy. He might outpoint you, but that's it. Like, he doesn't bring anything to the table. All right, let's go. To the, let's go to the main event. Islam Makachev against Bobby Green, and the odds are quite hefty for this one. Let's say that minus nine hundred. Islam Makachev plus five fifty. Bobby Green. Um, give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. It's obviously short notice. It's a catchweight fight, one sixty pounds. What is that? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get more light. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a fun one. I think you know. I have much respect for Bobby Green to uh, taking the yep. fight on short notice. Um, he has to cut a lot of weight as well. I, I, I saw an interview with Hawani yesterday. Um, yeah, what can you say? He had a great fight against Hakparas, you know, two weeks ago. Uh, looked great in that fight, very technical win. Um, if you look at Makashev, nine fight win streak, uh, hasn't lost since that uh, KO against Adriano Martins, right? So, um, three, three, win three submission wins in his last three. Finishing Dober, Thiago Moises, and finishing Dan Hooker in the first round. I mean, I think Green can give him a run for his money, no doubt. But I think Makashev will come out victorious. I honestly don't think he's going to finish Bobby Green for some reason, man. I think Bobby Green is super gritty, and I think Bobby Green is not someone who's, who's giving him a chance to submit him in the first round or whatever, you know? I think the last time Bobby Green got submitted is in 2008 as well. It's a long time ago. Yep. Um, I'm thinking, I, I think Makashev probably, I don't know if this is true, but I expect Makashev to get the promise from the UFC if he wins this fight, he fights for the title, you know? So I don't think he's going to risk anything, you know? And I don't think Bobby, I think Bobby Green is going to fight a hard fight with him. For 25 minutes, Islam Makashev, unanimous decision win. That's I will say this, you know, I'm looking at the odds right now. Islam by decision is plus 300. By inside the distance is minus 200. Okay. So if you like him by decision, which Marcel does, you're getting plus 300 on a guy who should win the fight. And you just have to pick the method right. I mean, I think that's not a bad bet. There's value there for sure. Because for me, I I have to go with Islam in this fight. Although I'd love to see Bobby Green win. It'd be fucking awesome to see this guy win. I love this dude. Loved it for years. I just don't think it's a good fight for him. Honestly, I think, you know, matchup against anyone's a bad fight. And, you know, I just look at the wrestling and the cardio, Marcel. I just think it's going to be too much. It's going to be nonstop for 25 minutes. And you're right. Bobby's tough. He's really tough. Has been submitted in, in 13 years, I think. Um, he's hard to even knock out. He's just a very tough dude. But he's probably going to be on the ground for like 25 minutes. At least probably 20 minutes in this fight of the 25 minutes. Like, he's going to have to work for those to stop the takedown. And what's on the ground? I mean, Islam's really just been running through guys like a hot knife through butter lately, guys, like mm. making it look easy, like against Dan Hooker. I, I will say, I think Dan Hooker kind of just gave up a little bit in that fight, Marcel. I don't really think he fought that hard in that fight. Um, I think he just wanted to get his paycheck, and I don't blame the guy at all. Um, but, you know, Moises, you know, he, he had to work for it, but he got the finish. Dober had to work for it, got the finish. But the fact he's finishing these guys, that's next level. So... I'm leaning towards a finish more so. I'll be honest with you, Marcel. I am leaning towards a finish just because of the short notice too. Um, I, I don't think that helps Bobby going five rounds. But Bobby's got good cardio too. So, I mean, in general. So, it'd be an interesting fight for as long as it lasts. But I'm thinking Makachev eventually fourth round probably submission. Uh, like just his last couple fights. I'm thinking he submits him. That's what I'm thinking. Like an arm triangle or maybe a rear naked. 
Go ahead. I mean, it pretty much says everything that you're going with the fourth round. That says a lot because he finished Dan Hooker in the first round. He finished Drew Dober in the second or third round. Third round, Moises, third round for the Moises was fourth, I think. Yeah. So it says a lot, man. Bobby Green. Yeah. I mean, we, we weren't talking about Bobby Green like this like one or two years ago. You know, yeah. we still know he was tough, but we weren't talking like this about him. So I'm, I'm just happy for this guy. I mean, for honestly, me, me as well. You know, yeah. I'm happy for him, and I think it's a good opportunity for him. You know, if he wins this fight, this is huge for his career. I mean, he wins this fight, he can. If he wins this, can he demand a, t a title shot? I think he should. You know, yeah. because why not? Yeah. I mean, if if he beats Makachev, who I honestly think might be the 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 best or the second best guy in the division right now. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And and Bobby, if he wins this one, his height will be huge. You know how how, would, how let's talk let's take the other look because I think most of us are gonna pick Islam, but if Bobby won, would it be by knockout? It would be by knockout, right? That's possible, yeah. But That's the thing is, thousand, so yeah, but the thing is, I don't see him also not, not I, if Bobby wins, maybe a decision if he can keep it standing, but he won't keep it standing. Decision I don't think plus fourteen fifty. And, yeah, and I, I, I don't see yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I mean, I had it actually I went out for dinner with my friend last night and you know that was the question. I'm like, if he keeps it standing, he can he can beat him because he got the better striking. My buddy's like, dude, he's fighting Armin. He's there. He's fighting Islam. He's just gonna take him down and hold him, man. And he's got good cardio. And I'm like, you're right. He's not gonna win. So, they get these comments, guys. Um, shit, ton of comments here. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, <laughs> my bad. It's talking there. All right, Marcus. Even though Darius would give Islam more competitive fight, are you excited to see Bobby versus Islam? <sighs> I think Darius was honestly. I think he's. Right, he matches up a little better because of the grappling. I think I, I was a little more excited for that fight. Uh, you, to be honest, I'm actually more excited for this. There one. you go, there you go. So, it worked out good for myself. <laughs> I think it's, not, good fights, it's, though. it's not fair because it's number three against number four. But I feel like if I pick Darius against Makashev, I would be more convinced in picking Makashev by finish, probably. You know, for so although Darius ground game is probably better than Bobby Green's, you know, but hey, that's just a feeling. Tristan, the thoughts on Green saying everyone else is scared for not taking the fight. I mean, I don't think he's wrong. I don't, guys don't want to fight Islam. They don't want to lose their ranking and stuff. But he's not ranked. That's why he has nothing to lose here. Green is not the power threat here. He has power, but I don't know if it's enough to catch Islam. I'm with uh, Marcel Islam decision. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, again, you're getting plus 300 on that one, guys. Um, yeah, Bobby's never been five. Hey, Alex, what's up? You got Islam plus 100 by submission. I think that's what I'm looking at, too. Green hasn't been anyone top 10 caliber for years. I mean, he... He almost beat Raphael Fiziev, you know, and Raphael is great. So I think that was a good showing by him. But you're right. I mean, it's not like he's being elite guys. But, you know, the two losses he has to Fiziev and Moises were like super close losses. He could be on like a, I think like a nine fight win streak or something right now or seven fights, something like that. Like, because those fights were really close decisions, guys, I, I thought. So um, over two and a half rounds is plus 100. I mean, that's not bad. I think it does go a little bit later. Maybe that's the way it goes, you know. But again, I think he gets older eventually. Um, Where's Gillespie? I have no idea, man. I mean, the guy just doesn't fight that often. It's really fishing. Weird. I said it yesterday, fishing. Where do you think Bobby Green star power go if he upsets Islam? If he upsets him, Mar Marcus, I mean, he gets a title shot. So I think, and, and you know, I think he's just a guy that UFC should be promoting more. Maybe hmm. he doesn't get a title shot, but maybe he gets a guy like Conor McGregor. He said he wants hmm. that fight. Conor's going to come back this summer. Maybe that's the kind of fight. I actually kind of feel like Bobby, knowing Bobby, He'd rather have a red panty night than he'd rather have the belt. I think I really do think he's one of those guys, Marcel. That he's a he's a prize fighter. He's fighting yeah. for money, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, and I hope that he gets the bag. I hope he secures the bag because he's a good dude. 
and he's been grinding for a long time, and I really like the guy. I just think this is not a good fight for him. So that's my thoughts on this fight, Marcel. Overall, I mean, it should be a good card. Uh, we did have a few picks that we disagreed on, Marcel, but we had a lot of no. agreements, and uh, Petrosian and McKinney were two um, underdogs we both liked, consensus dogs again. So, uh, yeah. right, I think. And then yeah. you also took Altamirano, which I think could win, and I think that was the only disagreement, I believe. Maybe there was one other fight, but I think we, we agreed on most of the other ones. Um, although some of them are iffy as heck. Like <laughs> Misha's chin. Does it hold up? I don't know. <laughs> and made unfairly athletes. Boxing <clears> top five don't fight on two weeks' notice. I know. Gillespie sees that. And what's up, John? Gillespie's that. We go game past over because you only fight up. Gamrod called him up months ago. You crickets. I know it sucks. I like Gamrod a lot too. All right. Let's do. Uh, I think that's it for UFC, guys. Anything else you want to say, Marcel? And we'll, we'll do Bellator quickly. But anything else you want to say about UFC? No, that's it. By the way, I like that guy, Big Marcel twenty four. He says I'm with Marcel. Marcel, I think that's a great comment. <laughs> Is that not you? That's someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> MMA locker room. What's going on, man? I hope everything's well. You did miss the uh, the breakdowns? Just go back and you can rewind it, watch them. Um, we'll do Bellator quickly, Marcel. Uh, main event of the evening: Gager Musasi against Austin Vanderford. Mm-hmm. Odd for this fight: minus two forty five. Gager plus one eighty five. Austin. I'll say it right now. UFC made a mistake not getting Austin Vanderford. I believe he is a good fighter. I think he should have been signed, but I don't like this fight for him at all. I think Gagar Musasi finishes him. I think he, he's going to take his O from him. Gagar Musasi by stoppage, probably knockout, maybe submission, but I think he finishes him. Marcel, what do you think? I think he will probably get taken down early in the fight, yeah. like always, because that's the only thing with Gagar all the time. He gets taken yeah. down early, yeah. and as long as the fight goes, Gagar probably finished the fight fourth round TKO. So yeah, I think so too. I think he finishes him too, guys. So Gagar Musasi is a good, I think, a good parlay piece. Fight doesn't go a distance is minus 110. There's no other props there, but I, that's what I think happens. And then the other fight on this card that's, uh, you know, pretty important fight, Liam McCord against Sinead Kavanaugh. Um, Sinead minus 140, Leia McCord plus 110. I like the underdog in this fight, Marcel. So I'm going to go with Leia McCord. I think she can win this fight. Um, I'm not impressed by Sinead Kavanaugh at all. She's coming off a brutal knockout loss. She just, to me, is not that good of a fighter. And, you know, I think McCord is not bad. I think she's underrated for some reason. Like, I don't, I'm surprised that the lines are always pretty decent on her. She has a win over Manon Fioro. I mean, that's a great win on Resident, right? I think she can outstrike her win decision. What do you think, man? I got to be honest, man. I mean, I really like Leia McCord. I think she wins as well. But the fight against Manon Fioro, I don't think she won that fight. It was live there in <laughs> it Cage was Warriors. Close. So, you, were, you, were, you were at that one? You were at, yeah, you were at I, was, I, I was at Cage Warriors in Belgium. I actually have a fun story, if, if, if I can tell. Yeah, of I don't course. know if I ever told you. Um, so she, she, uh, she had an interview. I think with Jim Edwards back then, it was backstage mm-hmm. uh, in the press room. Yep. And I asked her, can I make a picture for, from, for, of you for my website, MMA DNA back then? She's like, yeah, for sure. Do, can you do it after the interview from Jim? I said, yeah, for sure. So I waited. So Jim's done with the interview and she's walking away. I was like, damn it. You know? So I went after her. I was like, can we do the picture? She's like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm coming back. She said, so from where you, from what outlet you are? I said, MMA DNA. Okay, cool. So she stands there. I make the picture. She said, I said, thank you. Okay, cool. Thank you. So she walks away. I look at the thing. It didn't click. So <laughs> that, that I feel happens, so man. stupid. I feel so, felt so stupid. And I told it to, uh, to, to Mike Morgan on another podcast. And Mike Morgan knows Liam McCord. So he cut out that uh, video and he showed it to Liam McCord. And Liam McCord was laughing. And uh, she, she, was, she wasn't bad. She wasn't uh, uh, annoyed by it at all. But I thought it was funny that Mike, Mike Morgan showed it to her. So I, I feel bad about it, but uh, it was a funny story, I think. Yeah. Um, let me get these comments first. That's funny, Marcel. Um, 
I, I, by the way, anything else you want to talk about the Bellator card? I mean, there's like Brett Johns is fighting some other fighters, like baby favor, but nothing else that really stands out to me. Before uh, we move on, anything else you want to talk about that? Yeah, I think you got the, you got Jornel Lugo also on that card, yes. who is a good prospect, you know, yeah. and uh, he's fighting Brian Moore. That should yeah. be a good fight. And also Brad Johns is fighting against Kurshat Kakhorov, I think. Yeah. Is that guy is undefeated, but, but Brad should win. You know, yeah. let's be honest, Brad should win. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say that belt, the Cage Warriors card you went to, like a bunch of fighters end up in the UFC in Furo, Herb. McKenna, um, Herbert, and Victoria. So yeah. definitely, a, you, you never know what these regional events, guys. Like I was showing them with Misha earlier, like half those guys end up in the UFC, which is crazy. Also, Answering, support- Andrew's got a question about rising odds. Yes, Andrew, to answer your question, uh, fightodds.io is another website. If best fight odds doesn't have it, fightodds.io is a pretty good website that should have the odds. I'm looking at it right now. It should have the odds. Um, yeah tomorrow let's do pfl really quickly too. pfl challenger series to marcel um you know again the the pacing so bad with pfl but the fights were decent i thought i actually think that pfl got some good prospects i because I, I did the research for this card and i think you know they got a lot of guys that were in the lfa tournament the one in brazil and also just lfa in general marcel and then titan fc some other promotions like they got some good prospects or uae brave cf like they got good prospects Let's go through this uh, quickly. You got, I mean, the guy's name is shortened. It's Jarrah Hussein Al Salawi. He's taking on uh, Michael Lilly in the main event. And I will say this, you know, this dude, uh, the odds are minus 550, by the way, plus 400. So he's a huge favorite. He should win. And I think he's going to be the guy that gets the contract too, Marcel. This guy's good. He's coming off a great win over Ismail Nardiev, former UFC fighter, destroyed him with leg kicks. Also has a knockout win over Carlson Harris, Marcel. I think this guy's really good. Uh, also, a Cage Warriors veteran. We should mention that as well. Desert Force veteran, Brave CF. This guy has been fighting in the best organizations in that part of the world. Michael Lilly, seven and six fighter. He's a Titan FC guy. He's had some good wins, but a lot of bad losses too. I'm I'm positive that uh, Al Salali wins. Marcel, I love him. And I think he gets the contract. Any thoughts quickly? Jara is a great fighter, man. I watched him many times. A Brave. He, although he dodged a huge bullet because of COVID, because. He was supposed to fight Kamzat Chimaev for the title, for his title, and Brave. And that fight got canceled due to COVID, and Kamzat got signed by the UFC. But he's a great fighter. I like him as well. That's crazy, because he obviously would have lost that fight, let's be honest. It's not, and there's no shame in that. No. You know? That's crazy. Anyways, yeah, he should win this fight. He's a big fair for a reason. Delano Taylor gets Mark Martin, not related to me. Minus 215, Taylor plus 170, Martin. Uh, both 7-1. and one. I'm, I don't know. I think it's close. Taylor is... Uh, I believe he's a champion in, in Titan FC. Yeah. Um, Mark Martin's coming off a win over uh, Eric. Uh, what's this guy's name? He's in. He used to be in the UFC. Eric Montano. Yeah. It's not like a terrible win. Like I like I said, these guys are getting good wins. Like and good prospects from like Combate, mm-hmm. LFA. Um, I, I guess Taylor. I mean, he should be favored, but I think it can go either way. Any thoughts? I agree. I would kind of really maybe favor Delano Taylor. I'm more familiar with him, to be yeah. really honest. But uh, yeah, this is a fun fight. I think. Seven on one both, so it should be good, man. Yeah. I, I really like it that they that they get these LFA Titan guys. Yeah, man, who, you got good prospects. Do, uh, yeah, and it's yeah. important, I think, for your tournament to to have also some new blood in the tournament. Not almost all the time the same guys, but you yeah. get some some prospects, you know, who can who, who can have a great career in PFL as well. So I love. I it. agree. You got Carlos Leo minus three twenty five and Socrates Pierre plus two fifty. Any thoughts on that one quickly? 
Not really familiar with uh, Socrates Pierre, to be really honest. I think I saw Carlos Leal uh, in the in that uh, in, the, in that welterweight uh, Grand Prix uh, tournament in uh, in LFA. Uh, he did very well there, but um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too familiar with uh, Socrates Pierre, to be really honest. So I know totally how about fair. you. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not too familiar with him, honestly. Uh, and then the last, this, this is why we have these cards, so we do be getting familiar with him, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Mixon against Nathan Pierce. These guys have like no experience. Two and zero, and three and one. Two fifty mm-hmm. minus two fifteen plus one seventy. I mean, Mixon, he's the favorite. He hasn't lost yet, but I, I don't really know why he's you know such a big favorite when these guys both have like limited experience. Looks like a yeah. pickup fight to me, kind of. Um, again, we don't have a lot of information on these guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. If you're two and zero against three and one, is pretty much a pick, and because you don't know too much about any of the yeah. guys, so yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last thing would be um, LFA also has a card. Just really mm. quickly, I don't know if you if you looked at the card. There, oh are yeah, you got inter- Solomon Renfro, right? Yeah, that's so. I want to talk about that fight, but quickly, the main event: uh, Jacqueline and Morman against Lavith Young. Um, yeah. What do you think? Because Young is actually the favorite here, and, and Morman is an underdog, and I'm thinking she wins the fight or grappling next level. So, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, um, I kind of feel I kind of feel the same, but it's it's sometimes it's really weird these odds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I kind of feel the same. Um, but yeah, you know, I always say it's a women's fight, and then it's probably, it's always difficult to pick. I say it all the time. I don't really no disrespect to the women, but I really don't like to bet on women's fights because you saw it last week, man. What happened yeah. with Jesse Jess with Stephanie Agger, and I, I had another, I think another women's fight. I had I had wrong. I don't know. By the way, Jessica, she's come out uh, after that fight, and it makes more now. It makes more sense because I was wondering. I'm like, what the hell is she doing? Why is she grappling with her? Like I was watching that. Like why is she pushing into the fence? She came out with saying she had. Um, anxiety, performance anxiety, and she had a mental block in the fight. And she said she just went into autopilot. And she's like, I have no idea why I was clinching up against a judoka who's in like the Olympics and stuff. Like it was just a weird game plan, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then the other fight would be yeah, Solomon Renfro against Andrew Fugit. Uh, sorry, a- Adam Fugit, excuse me. I mean, Renfro, Marcel, he's good, right? Like he almost won that fight contender series. He should win this fight, right? I think. What do you think? I'm, I'm really honest. I think he won that fight against Johnny Parsons. No, I thought so too. And I'm, I don't really know why Johnny Parsons is the UFC. I don't I, think he's UFC I, caliber. And I don't know. You know, you you give Candelario after a loss, you give him a contract, which I'm cool with. You know. Yeah. But why you can't give it to Renfro or even get yeah. him? Uh, I think Dave didn't like his fight, but I thought he looked good. Um, yeah, minus three fifty on Renfro, plus two sixty on Fugit. So there you go. Uh, just a couple of comments here. Andrew's talking about Fury. Yeah, there's Fury as well. Um, you know, there was this guy Levi Moles who's really good. Marcel, he's fighting on, on Fury. Um, mm-hmm. That card is when is that card? I can't remember now. Fury also has always different days. Yeah, so they have yeah. But I like this guy. He's fighting Justin Scoggins, a former UFC fighter. I think Moles wins. He's a nasty submission. Guy. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He's got these nasty twisters and stuff. And then Austin Lane's also on the card. Marcel, remember him? Um, he fought uh, Greg Hardy, I believe. And yeah. Mo Miller's in the card. Oh, as well, Miller, as yeah. yeah. Oh. And- Abdul uh, Abdul uh, Abdul Karim Al Sawad is also on the card. Okay. Yeah, there's there Fury is a good promotion, man. I mean, they definitely are, are solid. All right, I think that's gonna be it. I need to see if there's any other comments. Not really. I think that's gonna be it. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to see, Marcel? By the way, he's saying Leo won the the LFA Brazil tournament. Why Why yeah. was he not? Why is he on the UFC? I don't get it. Tell me why. By the way, Marcel, why is you he not on the UFC? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I, why did he have the tournament then if they weren't going to sign these guys? I don't get it. Like, LFA is basically the UFC's minor league. I mean, anyone who's in the LFA will go to the UFC if they want. I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine that this guy would rather be fighting in, you know, well, I guess in, in well, they have the chance to win a million dollars. That's the thing. I, I would understand more if they, 
if he's like gets an automatic berth in the tournament, but they have to beat out four guys to get the the, the contract mark. So I think it's a little like it's, it's hard, and I think this guy should be in in the UFC. But anyways, all right, guys, that's gonna be for today's podcast. Appreciate it, Marcel. Plug yourself. Let's get out of here, man. Rick Marcel twenty four Twitter Instagram. I'm and I want to say my old website uh, Eurosport.nl. Mixed martial arts. Yeah. You guys, there you go. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Adam Martin. Podcast is at maodbreaker.com. It's, uh, it's on our YouTube channel, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Um, also at mymanews.com and I'm at uh, bookies.com. So looking forward to this card. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Tomorrow I'll be uh, my preview for UFC uh, Vegas 49 with my best bets. So bookies to come out. It's free. The free article so i've been doing really good with it this year so hope you guys read it the numbers are going up and i know people are reading it which is good to see uh, the boss it makes me look good with the bosses so i appreciate that and then I'll also be doing a it's twitter spaces on friday with dan kilbridge a guy i work with there and we've been doing it on friday afternoon marcel maybe you can join us this week all right guys have a great day a great weekend and uh, best of luck with your bets